0: Or whatever. love blue, will follow you, fly I can give your heart to a wild thing. They don't know your heart. I do. I've seen it. You have shown it to me.
1: Is my heart showing?
0: Oh, it's Megan. Hey y'all, it's Molly. Welcome to another episode of the Is My Heart Showing Podcast.
1: And today we are going to ask the question, is my Halloween ritual showing? Yeah, I don't know. It might get creepy, it might get spooky. <laughs> let's, let's dive in. It is getting very orange over in my house we've pulled out some decorations of pumpkins and we've been trying to eat pumpkins. So my family, I don't know, they're, they're tolerant of my pumpkin obsession. I don't know. Does your family like pumpkin stuff?
0: I would not say they're tolerant yet. I'm working (laughs) on them getting to, I feel like they're at the stage before that. I feel like they, I, I've been trying. I'm trying to get them to love pumpkin as much as me. They're not quite there yet.
1: Yeah. I like to um, go and just do like a search. Like I'll just type in pumpkin at the store and for the pickup and just add to cart and try anything that's pumpkin. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Pretty much. I love to go Trader Joe's this time of year because they have so much fun last year I got a pumpkin ravioli and it was so good and like some like white uh cheese sauce oh so good
0: so good it sounds weird but it's good yeah
1: you're like I don't know about this
0: but it is (laughs) legit good Uh, I was thinking I my ultimate goal is to get the girls to like pumpkin pie And it's funny, they both loved it when they were babies. But, you know, you only have it once a year. So they kind of forget. And as they get older, they're like, I don't want to eat that. That looks gross. I'm like, no, it's the best thing ever. You have to eat it. But then they, yeah, they won't do it. So I was thinking, well, maybe I need to just work up to it. So I'm like, why don't they love cake? So I made a pumpkin cake this year as soon as it was fall. And they loved it. So I'm feeling like there's promise this year. This might be the year. (laughs) Maybe Mm. at least one of them will try pumpkin pie and like it
1: yeah I haven't sold my daughter on it but she will eat pumpkin bread um I haven't ever tried cake she probably would eat cake but she won't do the cookies and she doesn't like the pie but my son loves the pie so uh, I'm trying to stay away from sweets but yeah I need to try to see if I can get her just to like it better because I always have to make her something else like everybody wants pumpkin pie but she doesn't so that's kind of yeah but yeah and thinking of like Halloween and like how it's kind of strange because most holidays we celebrate like because of something historical that's happened you know like christmas we celebrate the birth of jesus that you know historically happened like thanksgiving we celebrate because the pilgrims and the indians got together and they were thankful and you not know, every holiday is like that but i just kind of was thinking like why like what is the deal with halloween and it seems like there's just a lot out there and i don't really know oh, yeah. the history
0: well let me tell you <laughs> Because I found out some stuff I did not know. It's very interesting. The origins of Halloween actually came from a bunch of different places. It's kind of like a melting pot of different stuff.
1: It sounds like America, right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's like a mixture of different traditions and practices, some religious, some pagan, some secular. Um, The farthest back that the origins go is uh, a Celtic ritual called Samhain, and it means summer's end. November 1st for them on their calendar is the beginning of their new year. So October 31st was like their New Year's Eve. But they did not celebrate New Year's Eve like we do.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, I have a feeling they do not. <laughs> they did not. Yeah.
0: So, Salwyn marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of winter. I don't know where fall went, but that's what I learned. Okay. So,
1: Maybe they just had two seasons. Yeah. No. My I kids don't know. always say that the seasons are all screwed up because it's either way too hot yeah. or way too cold.
0: You get like two yeah. weeks of fall and then it's right. okay. <laughs> um so they believed that on this day on october 31st that uh the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead were at its thinnest so they basically believed that the dead returned to earth on this night and this festival was like an invitation for them to come but of course they only wanted their dead loved ones to come not like the bad spirits or the mischievous evil spirits so to scare off the bad spirits they would wear costumes mostly back then of like animal heads and furs and stuff to try to scare off the bad spirits or whatever really? so they would make they would make bonfires they burned crops and animals to apparently sacrifice to their false deities I don't know mm. what that has to do with talking maybe they thought I really I I should have looked that up more like why would they do that like I guess they thought that if they did that that they'd be more likely to be able to talk to their loved ones or I don't know I guess I maybe think That's funny because like
1: <clears throat> most church events around the fall that I've attended have a bonfire <laughs> I'd say yeah I like, say like yeah a smaller number of secular events have bonfires most of the bonfires I've been to are church events <laughs> and <then laughs> it has a root in sacrificing to fall stars. okay
0: continue continue sorry um so no you're fine <laughs> just an thought, <laughs> so they also thought that it was easier for their priests to make prophecies and for people to tell fortunes during Samhain so basically they were trying to contact the dead during this festival and they also had feasts and they made lanterns out of hollow gourds so there you go jack o lanterns. that's where it really came
1: from. so Apparently. this is all people that they know they're trying to contact I, yeah, they,
0: they, that's basically because it what it sounds like I the learned. Day of
1: the Dead, right? Yeah, and it does. Ago. It sounds, it,
0: that's, whenever I was, I was reading about this, I was like, this is just like Day of the Dead. Like, they do things a little differently. Like, they didn't, the Samhain, they don't do, like, altars and, like, they're, I don't think that the food was meant for the dead people in Sawin, mm. like, where, like, they'll literally, like, cook food and put it on an altar for, like, right. they'll make an altar for their loved ones and they'll, and they, like mark have like candles to lead them lead the dead to the um to their graves or their loved ones or to the altar like, to their altars i guess i don't know but yeah it's the same like they're all trying to contact the dead it's interesting
1: that is on the same night isn't it yeah
0: isn't it, well the it's the really day? close day of the dead is on november 1st and 2nd i believe oh, um okay. but yeah So, and some people would also, on Samhain, they would play pranks, and they'd blame them on the bad spirits. So, that's where the whole pranking thing comes from, and, like, tricks. So, later on, the Roman Empire conquers most of the land in 43 AD, most of the Celtic land. And while they were ruling... Uh, two Roman festivals were kind of combined with Samhain. There's not a lot of information on this, so I'm just going to briefly mention. One of them was uh, called Feralia. F-E-R-A-L-I-A. Basically, Romans just used this day to celebrate the dead. I did not find. It sounds like the same kind of thing to me. Mm -hmm. But and then there was another day to celebrate Pomona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees, and her symbol was the apple. So they think that this is where the bobbing for apples thing came from. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Never thought
1: about why we bob for apples. In a <laughs> yeah, way. and it's only done. I, I mean, you don't see people do that um, for Easter. No. Or whatever. COVID, <laughs> yeah, like
0: like now with COVID, no one will do yeah. it anymore. It's <laughs> over then on may 13th in 609 a.d the pope dedicated the Pantheon in rome in honor of all catholic martyrs so they started celebrating what they called all martyrs day but later on the festival was expanded to include all saints and martyrs and then they moved it to november 1st so the day after Solomon. then in 1000 AD, the Catholic Church made November 2nd All Souls Day to honor the dead. Most believe that they were, you know, it's like pretty common for people to think that they um, were trying to replace Sawin doing all this because right. they kind of so similar. Um, and they're celebrated similarly too. They had bonfires and parades and they dressed up like saints, angels, and apparently devils too, which doesn't make any sense to me. It's just what I read (laughs) about it. Hmm. So All Saints Day. So it was called All Martyrs Day and it was on May 31st. And then they moved it to November 1st and they called it All Saints Day. And then they also on November 2nd, they have All Souls Day. So it goes. Oh, I'll, here, I'll, let me finish, and then I'll explain in just yeah, a second what yes. all that. So, so All Saints Day, November 1st, was also called All Hallows' Eve, and eventually became Halloween, as we know it today. All Hallows' Eve, Catholics are supposed to, su- to remember the dead. So All Hallows' Eve, Catholics are supposed to remember the dead, and then All Saints' Day is where they remember those in heaven. And All Souls Day is where they pray for people in purgatory. These holidays were just Catholic holidays. Okay. So if you they went Protestant to the Church holidays. of
1: England or you went to, <clears throat> yeah, Protestant. Name. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fast forward to colonial America. A lot of people didn't celebrate this at first, like we just talked about, because it was mostly Protestants.
1: Right. Who had
0: no interest in celebrating a Catholic or a pagan holiday. I think that, Maryland's were
1: the only, Maryland was the only place yes. that was safe for Catholics at that time.
0: But the more different types of people from different European ethnic groups, the more that they were moving into America, bring their beliefs and their customs. And then they also meshed with the American Indians' beliefs and customs. A new Americanized version of Halloween started to slowly develop. So at first, they were just harvest celebrations. Um, But at these celebrations, they would tell ghost stories, they'd tell fortunes, and they'd sing and dance. So there was also a lot of mischief going on, like pranks and stuff like that. So basically, it was kind of like, a bunch of Americans were like, oh, we're just going to have a fall festival to celebrate the harvest. And then they'd go and do the same stuff that they did at Solon. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like well, <laughs> some of the same stuff anyway. So during the second half of the 19th century, a lot of people were immigrating to America, especially a lot of Irish people because they were fleeing the potato famine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they really played a big part in like, making halloween like a nationally known holiday in america like they really made it more popular so the children would dress up in costumes and they'd go door to door asking for food and money and sometimes they'd also sing songs and tell jokes and recite poetry for food and money but um if the house didn't have or they didn't want to give them anything then the children would play pranks on them or tri- that's so that's basically where the trick-or-treating thing really kind of started.
1: Yeah. Off. So I had read something similar where <clears throat> it was just a p- night that like teenagers would go and like vandalize basically. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of and vandalizing. People, and so people just started saying like, hey, here's some candy. Don't toilet paper. Yeah. Me, you know, and so <laughs> yes. were like, oh, well, we could just get. But yeah, I think it it was a little of both probably like yeah. you said and like I said. So.
0: Yeah, so obviously this bothered the adults and so in so the that's late That's where we get the 100s, saying trick, trick or, or treat. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that this bothered the adults and so in the late 1800s they tried to change Halloween in America into a holiday more about community and friendliness rather than being about pranks and ghosts and witchcraft and all that. So they started throwing family friendly parties with games and food and costumes and like even like newspapers and community leaders would encourage the parents to try to take the scary stuff out of Halloween, um, out of their celebrations. So this is kind of how most of the pagan and superstitious stuff kind of got taken out of Halloween in America. It's still there, some, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's mostly not as much as it was originally so in the 1920s and 30s you start to see the pre-made costumes being sold for kids and adults so um they that was when they started realizing oh we can commercialize this you know Mm, and they started making all the stuff make all
1: the money
0: yeah and then after world war ii when they no longer had to ration everything Candy companies were able to start manufacturing more candy and they knew they could make a lot of money off of Halloween, so they started making more uh, small pieces of candy for the trick or treating and they'd like make them in individual wrappers and all that stuff so that's how all that got started.
1: Yeah, you don't think about that because, like, usually large, you know, a big, huge candy par or yeah. you even see like pictures of like Hania apples, which you could not get away with that. Like, kids would,
0: <laughs> like, what's this? What are you doing? Yeah. Here?
1: Yeah. So that makes sense that they would have to, like, hey, we should make small. They didn't always do that. So I was looking up some fun, like statistics about Halloween. So we got a little bit into the, um, commercialization of it. And so I was kind of like, what, I was kind of wondering, what do we spend on Halloween? Like, what's that look like? So, um, I just looked up, uh, for last year, um, in 2021, it's 2022 now um so last year Americans spent uh have spent over 10 billion dollars on Halloween wow and I was kind of like yeah I had the same I had the same reaction I'm like wow but so but then I was like well what do I can can I compare that to so I looked up what we spent on Christmas last year and Americans spent $886 billion on <laughs> Christmas. So it's a much smaller holiday. Yeah. But um yeah, so I don't know if you buy if you buy costumes or you make costumes, but the average American spends around $33 on their costume. At least they did last year. And they think that the average American spends total on Halloween, about hundred dollars, a little over a hundred dollars. Um, so we have kind of in our community and maybe this is just a Midwest thing, but trunk or treats have been getting huge here. Is it like yeah. that down there?
0: Yeah. It's starting. Yeah. Like it's been like that over here too.
1: And like, it, I've even started to see like, you know, the pre-made car kits. Have you seen those? Like, you don't even. Oh be, no! Like, you don't even have to be yeah. inventive anymore. Like, you can literally buy the decorations for the trunk. <laughs> but you know, it's just like anything. There's a way to make money off of this, so let's yeah. start making them. And you didn't see that like five, ten years ago. No. And so, yeah. but um, this um, survey that I found, they said the number one. Halloween activity that people planned on doing was giving out candy. Second was trick or treating, but like way down on the list, it was only um about 8% said that they planned trunk or treating. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean that was like their number one thing, so maybe they were going to hit it too, but I know a lot of the ones around here will schedule it on Halloween. And um we actually used to go to church and it was on Halloween, like six to eight on Halloween. Well, if you go to that, like you can't, It's you know, you have to wait in line and it's a thing and you it's really hard to go trick or treating. So I'm just wondering if, um, people are starting to switch over to the trunk or treat versus the trick or treat. But, um, I know our neighborhood numbers have really gone down, but I don't know every year it's kind of hit or miss with that, but it's nice to see that this survey nationally is still saying they like to go trick-or-treating. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I just, that's kind of what we grew up with. And I just think it's... I like it better. Yeah, I just, I think you that the trick-or-treats... Yeah, you have to walk more. Yeah, I think just the and and in line so, for so long. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, just the lines. Um, okay, so this was really interesting. So I'm going to ask you, what age do you think that kids should be allowed to go trick-or-treating without a parent or an adult? What age? Okay. If at all. I have
0: have small children and I can't, in this day and age, I cannot imagine ever letting them do that by themselves. I'm gonna
1: say- I'm kind of with you, but like- I'm gonna say never. What about your-
0: And I have girls, so.
1: When you were a kid were we allowed to go? Like, I don't we weren't remember. allowed to
0: go by ourselves. I don't remember going by myself ever. I
1: think, I think if I was like 15 or 16, I think I was allowed to
0: mm.
1: maybe 14. I think I did. Um, but I don't think I wanted to, I think I wanted to give out candy at that age. I don't think I was trick or treating then. Yeah. And, um, I didn't trick or treat that late. Yeah, we could talk about that later too. I don't know. I've uh, I have mixed feelings when I get like a bunch of seventeen year olds at my door asking. Me I can, too. <laughs> I it used to bother me,
0: but yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, the older my kids get, like I understand, but at the same time, I'm like, you guys, behaving yourself, you know. Yeah. Um, but this survey, so the highest percentage was thirty five percent, and it was ages thirteen to fourteen. The hmm. second age group was 11 to 12 and then third was 15 and up. So it was mm-hmm. interesting that they kind of said 11 to 14. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see many, I don't know, I guess 12 and up, I do see some, but not many without their parents. Usually their parents are like down the driveway or something, you know, Yeah, still with them. But um, the... The question, how do you pick your Halloween costume? There were like, you know, TV and movies, like what's going on in my um, social feeds and group costumes and all those kinds of options were present. But the number one answer was easiest. (laughs) (laughs) Really? So I've, yeah, I've definitely seen a couple trick-or-treaters come up to my door and I'm like, oh, you didn't try, did you? You know? Yeah. You're the cowgirl wearing a hat and a plaid shirt or whatever yeah (laughs) i do like i'm like make let's make a little intense but there are some cute easy costumes out there but yeah um anyway um but the least popular activity that is still a halloween activity was visiting a haunted house Mm. have you ever visited a haunted house
0: when I was in high school,
1: I have not. I would never do it again. But what about a hereafter house? No. You've never been to a hereafter house? It was a huge thing in the 90s. I don't even know if they still do it, but it was <laughs> never like, heard of that. It, so basically churches would put it on and it was like a haunted house, but for youth groups. And so Weird. they would have like, they'd have like a Weird. car wreck scene and they would have like just gore and stuff like all these terrible things happening to everybody and like some people would be going to heaven and some people would be going to hell and then at the end, there was a scene in hell, like there would be a scene in hell and then a scene in heaven and the people would be separated. Oh, my gosh. You've never been to a hair out house? <laughs> no. Uh, this is the part, like the whole 90s, like scaring you into salvation oh kind of thing. Goodness, oh, my goodness. how awful. I can't believe I'm- that you've never heard of this. Did, it,
0: did any I- of the churches we went to do that?
1: Oh, we went to one every year. How do you think? I mean, we didn't put it on.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: I don't know how I feel about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You need to look it up. I bet. Okay. On YouTube. Yeah. They're (sighs) called here after houses. Okay. The haunted house for church. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, so I want to talk costumes a little bit. So last year I have the top 25 Halloween costumes. I thought it might be fun um especially talking here after house and like gore and stuff if you will let your kid dress up as these things okay 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 so okay some of them are really strange and i mean i I, i'm so out of pop culture i may not even know i you may have these. okay so number 25 is a doll who dresses up as a doll
0: that's weird i think that's creepy (laughs) I okay. would veto
1: that. Yeah, I could see like a scare. Like, I don't yeah. know. Dolls are kind of creepy. 24, Beetlejuice. No. Still quite Still quite popular. No, I would not let them dress up with that. Yeah. Squid Game. I don't even know what that is. No,
0: that's, do you know what that is? That's
1: that. Is that that's like a that Japanese show, on, show where they. That's
0: the show on Netflix with it where it's Japanese and it's like, oh, you want to pay off your debt? We'll come live here and you'll be on this game show. But if you lose, you die basically. Oh. I never, I never watched it. I just watched the trailer.
1: Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I heard it was bad, but I didn't I don't yeah. know what it was. Um. Interesting. Okay. Um. Ninja. I don't know. That's oh. probably,
0: probably fine. Cultural I guess reference. that would be fine. I can't <laughs> imagine my children ever wanting to do that. But.
1: <laughs> uh, Joker. No, I don't know. I, Mm, I don't, I don't
0: want I don't want my kids to be villains like
1: to be a villain
0: yeah well,
1: yeah my daughter was Cruella last well, year so. oh
0: <laughs> she wasn't she was just yeah. killing dogs
1: so close <laughs> yeah close to uh the joker is the devil it will just absolutely not mm, <laughs> not gonna do that Although nope. in high school I was a Red Devil, so I can't oh, say I never, true. yeah, I never wore a devil <laughs> costume. But that was because it was my.
0: Uh, Didn't the they? Water. Did they change their mascot?
1: They did. I think they're the okay, same. Okay, that's what I'm Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good switch.
1: They they followed the game very dramatic. Catholics. <laughs> Let's keep it the same theme. Um, superhero. Yeah. Sure. I've had I've had my daughter go as a Barbie superhero one year um oh, this yeah. one's pretty broad 1980s oh which by the way I saw somebody post that you can now they basically have clothes that look like you're off Dawson's Creek at, at the Halloween costume place and oh, you get,
0: I saw that <laughs> I saw that I saw I saw the same thing you saw I know it was
1: costume? yes oh, I my could- do- and you can get like a blockbuster outfit. <laughs> like, yeah, what? I saw that. Yeah, uh,
0: like it was funny because like the normal looking clothes, I'm like, you can get that at Target right now in the junior section because all of it is back in style. I when know. I go to Target and I walk in, I'm like, did I step back in? Did I go through a time machine? Like, I can't golly, take
1: the wide leg jeans. I, I know. It.
0: I can't take it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> zombie, a zombie. No, I wouldn't
1: do the zombie. I'm- <laughs> my daughter's softball team they're they're zombies for their softball and they have to dress up as it um but um i think that disney which we talked we i think we're going to talk about this um or we have talked about this is they have the movie zombies yeah have you seen this If you kids watch this but
0: my we saw it we watched most of it of the first yeah, one I think. and
1: so one year my daughter wanted to go as one of the zombies so um I don't know but as a really really scary it's a zombie, different kind no. of zombie though yeah but yeah it like wasn't a face but yeah um 16 among us They're just I don't game. know what that means. I don't game. know what that it's a oh, game. Okay. It's like you, you find, you try to find the killer and the killer is like killing in the room, something like that. Oh but it's a, it's a, like a video game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, vampire. No, I don't think my kids would want to be a an vampire. Angel. Oh, speaking of this, I saw in the Oriental Trading Magazine, if you've just gotten it, they have the Sun and faith uh, thing, and you can get mm-hmm. a Bible costume, so there you go. You can dress up <laughs> as the holy. Bible. Oh, my. oh my
0: gosh, Anna said, my, my daughter said that she wanted to be Esther next year.
1: Oh, there you go. Mine. So, basically, oh, okay. a queen costume, but yeah, that's yeah. cute. Uh, pumpkin, sure, uh, that one's fine. Pirate, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like- Vigilante, we go.
0: yeah,
1: cheerleader. That one's pretty tame, sure. Chucky, nope. uh, Absolutely no, no, clown. No, I, I think they, they they <laughs> creep me out. Like, even yeah. if they wanted to be like a real clown, I'd be like, no, let's do no. <laughs> Harley Quinn. I don't know. Who that is no, she is that
0: is the Joker's girlfriend?
1: Oh, okay, no, she's awful. A fairy. No. I think I think my daughter was Tinkerbell when you were.
0: Wait, oh okay. I'm thinking of okay. Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess it'd be okay if they wanted to be a fairy.
1: Um Cruella de
0: Probably not for <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what my daughter was uh, last year. So she was very cute. She was very cute. And she, with no puppies, were harmed. In yeah. That costume. yeah. <laughs> but it was the new. So the reason why it was so big. So it was number five last year is because the Gorilla movie came out. Yeah. So it was pretty popular. Um, Spider Man. I have a boy, <laughs> but we never went through a Spider Man phase. So I'd be okay with it. Dinosaur was three. Those, oh, really, yeah. those, those inflated ones. Yeah. yeah. They are hilarious. But yeah. Um, there was a couple in our neighborhood last year. Um, okay. <laughs> you would never guess what number two is. First of all, I'm shocked and alarmed that cat is not on here. So that many is people weird. go as a cat, right? Yeah. It's like the easiest costume. But number two just almost is, that. is a rabbit. What? Yeah, like I would think cat would be way more popular than rabbit. Yeah, that's weird. Um, can you guess number one?
0: I'm trying to think of what all what you haven't said. Have you said pumpkin? Yeah, you yes, said pumpkin. Pumpkin
1: was eleven. No, thirteen.
0: Um, oh, okay. Is it a witch? it is it's a witch okay I would not let my children be witches
1: (laughs) I so my daughter asked this year because she's like I just want to wear a cute witch I'm like no and we talked about it we talked about why we we aren't going to dress up like a witch and um, but then I I actually got to thinking about it and my daughter has gone as a witch before yeah yeah (laughs) and (laughs) because they like harry potter and yeah books and and not everything in harry potter i'm okay with and we do talk about what is bad in harry potter yeah and and all that kind of thing but one year my children did go as harry potter and hermione and they were adorable but um they know it's not real yeah uh anyway yeah that's a whole thing because my kids are older and they like to be scared you know and I get that and but we we try to I keep don't. our <laughs> we try to keep our costumes fr- yeah. family friendly and yeah and we you know explain to them and my oldest understands but my my youngest is kind of like okay what Why? yeah so we, we have to explain to here but um so we were talking about pumpkins earlier and Uh, So I looked up a few little things about pumpkins just because um, I got to know where my pumpkins are coming from. Um, Do you know the number one producing state? Can you guess? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. It's Illinois. Oh. It's a flat land and they can throw out. So yeah, Illinois, Pennsylvania, and New York. So Mm -hmm. it's not all Midwest, but. Anyway um yeah the south was not very high. I'm sorry, so there's not a lot of pumpkin stone. So
0: okay, do you know if uh do the these places do they have pumpkin patches like that everyone goes to and like they take pictures and like is that like a thing in the Midwest or is that just yeah. a southern thing? Okay. No,
1: it's it's huge here and like apple okay. picking and like all that stuff, but I do not ever remember going to a pumpkin patch when I
0: was a kid. Me either. That was not a thing. I don't think. Was it a
1: thing? I like I don't like, think it was. I don't. Know. I don't think
0: people did that. I don't. I don't. If you were yeah, listening I mean, to
1: this podcast and you were born in the '80s, let us know if you went to a pumpkin patch <laughs> as a kid, because I don't remember. Or that the '90s. Thing. We went to Walmart and got our pumpkins. Maybe yeah. we were just. Maybe our parents. Do you know it is crazy expensive? Like we stopped going because the kids are like, I don't really care to go, and I'm like, well, I don't really care to pay fifty bucks. Yeah, pick out a pumpkin. The prices this year have just gone up, but that's a whole other thing. Um, The other thing you can probably guess this. Do you like pumpkin spice lattes?
0: Um, not honestly. I love most pumpkin things, but I'm not crazy about pumpkin spice lattes. Okay,
1: well, I. I just got to have one, you know, I don't need it every day. I actually make my coffee at home, but Mm -hmm. it's a huge thing. Most people like to go get your first one and all that kind of stuff. And if you can guess the number one state that sells the most pumpkin lattes is Washington. So Mm. there you go. Because of all the Starbucks there probably. Um, And then second is California. <laughs> Not happy. so what do you guys do on Halloween what's your big tradition or how do you kind of deal with it in your family
0: we dress up and we go to our church's fall festival um we it's inside they have a hayride outside though too but it's like they have games set up and if you win the game you get or like if it's kind of like they have tickets
1: or yeah you get you
0: get candy every at every game there's like a bowl of candy and you get to pick candy out and um we get a lot of candy that way we could just do that and my intention every year is to just do that. And then I get invited to something else and we feel like we should go do that other thing. And so we end up with way too much candy, mm-hmm. but, um, we, so we do that and we've done trunk or treats in the past. I don't really like them though. They're kind of boring. They trunk or treats. Yeah. treats. Yeah. Oh, did I say trunk or treats? Sorry. Trunk or treats. We've done trunk or treats in the past. We've, um, but I just feel like going to door to door, it's just more, um, more fun. You get to walk more, it, like mm-hmm. it's more of a workout. You, you're working harder for the candy. Um, but um, we've only gone door to door once. And it was last year with you guys. We went to your neighborhood. Yeah,
1: that was really fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> My youngest, it was, <laughs> she was kind of struggling to keep up. But,
1: <laughs> <hey>. Yeah, they <laughs> took her. I mean, she was out for a good, like there were, they took one break and I think they were out like maybe a total of three hours. They hit it hard. So yeah, they wore her out, but yeah, so we do, we've kind of changed throughout the years, but we, we used to try to do a pumpkin patch every year and take the kids out for that. Um We kind of had our favorites. We kind of went back on a few places. They have these things here. I don't know if they have them at y'all's pumpkin patch, but they have like these slides that they they just I don't know my kids were obsessed with them so we had a couple of places like that that we would go to but honestly we kind of stopped that um so then we my kids got older and they started to like corn mazes um but sometimes it's hard to find a good corn maze but there is this one place really close to us that has a zombie night in the corn maze and they have Mm. zombies that will chase you in the corn maze and my kids <laughs> it is so much fun they like to invite their friends and go in the zombie corn maze um so we've done that for a couple years but one thing that we always just do is try to go trick-or-treating um and our churches have changed a little bit on what things they do we used to do a trunk or treat on halloween and so we would have to do that and then hurry and run back to our house and go trick-or-treating because that's what we always do is go trick-or-treating in our neighborhood and when when we were kids and maybe dad did it differently with you because I don't remember going trick-or-treating with you that much because we are I'm a little bit older than you but um so he would dad would take a wagon and we would take like a big uh paper bag and we Once my pumpkin would get about halfway full, we dump it in the paper bag. And so as you go around, people start to feel sorry for you because it's later and later and they think you don't have any candy. (laughs) So, I mean, it worked like a charm and then I'm not having to carry all this candy, you know, we just dump it in the thing. And then you know, by the end of the night, the last house is like fills your pumpkin completely up. And so you've got like overflow in the wagon. And anyway, it was just really good, you know, childhood memories. Anyway, that's what we kind of try to do with the kids. So we, we carry bags and the kids dump their, their candy and all that. And it's fun. But yeah, so a couple of years ago, um, my son got diagnosed with type one diabetes and, uh, we're, we're actually going to do a podcast on diabetes, um, next month, but, uh, spoiler, but, um, one thing that we started doing, um, because he can have candy. Um, it's not, obviously it's not the best thing for anybody to eat. Um, yeah, <laughs> truly. But, um, and we know now not to throw it away because, when you have Lowe's, some of the candy is really great for Lowe's. And so it's actually saves us a ton of money from having to buy things like that. But, um, when he was first diagnosed, he was kind of like, ah, I can't really eat all that candy. Um, so what we decided to do was to have a candy draft and our son it, at the very first one we ever did, he was in charge of the candy draft. So he would, if you wanted to participate in the candy draft, it was completely up to you, but everyone chose to at the beginning. And we actually had an exchange student here at the time. So we had a lot of candy mm-hmm. and we put it, everything in the house. Everything went in the middle and everything gets sorted. So all the Milky Ways, all the Snickers, all the Smarties, everything gets sorted into its own pile. And you get to see like how big is the Reese's pile? How big is the m M&M pile? And then he gets to decide all the rules. So who goes first and all that is all decided by him. And you go through drafts and there's different rounds and people get the candy and then there can be trades and it gets, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. But so we've done it ever since. And it's really, I thought that the kids would not be as into it and kind of be mad that they lost their candy and, they, oh, you know, mom got all my m or whatever, but it actually, it actually works out to get the candy out of the house a lot sooner because people have the candy that they want. Yeah. Them. And then like we can kind of see like, oh, there's way too many stickers or whatever. And so we can skim it and do all that kind of stuff. So yeah, anyway, it's, it's highly inter, entertaining and um if you are interested more about it uh you can comment <laughs> on the show and i can send you my daughter's youtube link she did a video on it oh, yeah. we <laughs> so there you go but that's kind of what we do but honestly our family is so big into christmas that <laughs> we it's kind of like i feel like we're trying to get through Halloween. So oh yeah. We can get to November 1st yes. and start listening mm-hmm. to Christmas music. And oh yeah. One year my son was like, I think he was like four years old. And we were almost done. But that we saw this one house that had its light on between our house and where we were. We're like, let's just go to this one last house. You we'll just go to the one one last house. He's like, okay. So he runs up there, rings the doorbell, the lady answers, and he goes. Trick-or-treat, it's almost Christmas. So that's kind of the, yeah. that's kind of our mantra when we go trick-or-treating, it's trick-or-treat, it's almost Christmas. We're so excited for Christmas.
0: (laughs) Decorating-wise, I uh, don't really do very much for Halloween inside or out I just put a few pumpkins out and I hate redecorating the inside of my house I just don't like I'll do it for Christmas it's worth it for me to do it for Christmas but not for Halloween or like fall in general but so I right now I don't have any fall decorations inside um, and I may not get i have them in my garage but i haven't gotten them out yet <laughs> and at this point i don't know if i will yeah, yeah like two weeks i don't know
1: yeah yeah we do so i have pumpkins like inside you know not real fake stuff that i put out i do a little bit um i started to do the bat thing i thought that was really cool the little plastic bats and you put on your wall and oh like yeah that's fine. cute and i do um and kids have like made spiders and whatever and like I'll put stuff out like that. But um but I don't know, like we don't I got little things for outside. Like I feel like every time I try to like decorate nicely outside, it's so windy here in October. Oh. And yeah. everything blows down. And actually, our um, neighbors across the street, they have these cute little ghosts. Now, I probably would not put ghosts up, but they were cute little ghosts and they just blew out of the trees. I mean, mm. it's so hard to keep things in October outside. Yeah, we
0: but. we don't do hardly anything outside because we don't have a lot of close neighbors and we don't have a lot of people driving by our house. So I kind of feel like what's the point? Like I don't even decorate that much outside for Christmas. I put like a wreath up and that's it. And I, do I like to, carve.
1: But... we do carve yeah. pumpkins and we set them out there and we try to keep somebody here because we do live in a like subdivision. So we try to keep somebody home to hand out candy with the lit pumpkins. And I put out like fall wreath and, and all that, but we don't do yeah. like the whole scary.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't do the scary like stuff. I don't do the scary stuff just because I don't want to scare kids. But cause I remember when I was little and I'd walk up to those houses, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to get candy from those houses. It scared me, you know, like, I just don't want to be the person that scares the, the kids. But, but I mean, I don't have any neighbors like that close. So I wouldn't.
1: Yeah. There but, was. So you probably don't remember it, but when I was r- really little, I think, I think we moved away from that house when you were like, maybe four, but that neighborhood was just the best neighborhood for trick-or-treating. And there was one house that had, um, it, it was super rare at the time. Like nowadays, everybody has those like carving stencil kits and stuff and you see a lot more of it, but yeah, we were kids. It was very rare. I mean, this guy, he did, um, I mean, there had to have been like 30 or 40 pumpkins and they lined his walk and they were Elvis and Dolly and like the president, Oh and wow. all these like ornate, crazy pumpkins. And it was so beautiful. And we would just spend several minutes looking at all the pumpkins. So that was really cool. Yeah. And people went all out for decorations and it was Um, it was just really cool. Like the whole neighborhood was handing out candy and there was only, there were four parallel streets and then two cross streets on either side. And it would take us the whole night because everyone was handing out candy. And there were several neighbors that would hold back, um, full size bars for the neighborhood kids. If they knew you and I mean, it was, it was the best neighborhood, but there was one house that and i i can still see i can close my eyes and see it but he <laughs> had this oval glass front door right and he would dress up as a werewolf and he would sit at the end of his hall and you had to go down his hall and get the candy from him <laughs> And I would never do it. I was so scared. I would go up there, and they were like, "You're gonna get it. You're gonna get," it. and I would never get it. Because <laughs> one year, I saw he would come out, and he would like chase kids and stuff, and like, no, I'm not. Like, it would freak me out. Wow,
0: I I don't know if I remember you telling me that, or if yeah, I actually remember it. that. <laughs> I can almost picture it. But do.
1: the the other thing that that makes me think of is there. It, I didn't. I thought last uh, maybe two years ago, and then I saw him again last year. But there is maybe multiple people, but they dress up in that Jason costume, you know, the creepy ski mask Mm. in our town, and they will just stand around. And apparently, he has a Facebook account. Oh, and you can find out like where he's going to be, but we yeah they'll they'll just walk around
0: i remember seeing two people in your neighborhood walking in the middle of the neighborhood and they had like a bat and they had like they were trying they had masks on they were trying to be creepy trying to scare
1: people but there is like an official guy with a facebook page in our uh city or whatever (sighs) That i'm sure that's pretty common phenomenon but just trying to scare people So I think I've learned a ton about Halloween that I didn't know, especially the history stuff. It's just kind of interesting how, I don't know, I think that you can take something that is pagan and ridiculous and make good things out of it. I mean, think of like our church's fall festivals and how we get people in the door that way and... Um, you know, family memory memories that we've talked about, like good times with your family. I mean, those are all good things that we get out of yeah. this pagan holidays.
0: Yeah, our church when we trick or treat, a lot of them we we have tracks. Like we'll have a table full of tracks that you can get and pass out to your trick or treaters with the with the candy. So yeah, that's a,
1: that's a good idea. Yeah. So how do we glorify Christ in Halloween? What do you think that looks
0: like? I think that looks like not participating in the scary stuff and I think passing out tracks and inviting people to come to your church's Halloween thing or different things like that. I yeah, I are... think
1: that it's, I think it's important not to shame the culture, like, yeah, they you know, we have like the, when we have the church events and we say no scary costumes and then, you know, you get somebody showing up, the Grim Reaper, you know, you can't be like, Hey, can you, and I have seen people say like, you need to take that off or whatever. I don't think that, you know, that it it is what it is and we've got to deal with it, but we can definitely stand up to it by telling our kids why it's not okay. And I think it's a good time to talk about like being afraid. Like I told you, my kids, my kids like it. They like jump scare. Yeah. They like all that stuff now, but like, it's a good time to talk about like how God said, do not be afraid and
0: we yeah. can depend
1: on him and, and it's, you know, all the object lessons that you bring into Sunday school at this time of year, but it's true. It's like, we are supposed to be a light in the darkness and, you know, all those things with the pumpkin, you know, we did the pumpkin object yeah. lesson last year. like, you know, we, this world is full of darkness and sin and we can be a light, um, on it. And it's, I mean, literally <laughs> we can be the light. We can yeah. have our, our, uh, porch light on with our yeah. pumpkins glowing and, and say like, we don't have dark, creepy things over here. You can come yeah. talk to us. and. Um, we passed out a thing from our church last year, and I handed it to a kid. He was, you know, about twelve or thirteen. He was like, "What's this?" I was like, "Oh, it's an invitation to church." You know, he's like, "Really? I you can come?" You know, he was like all about it. Was like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah." I mean, people crave like to talk to other people. It's a great time to talk to people. I mean, parents coming, people literally walking up to your doorstep. You know. It's you get to time. meet your
0: neighbors.
1: Like Yeah, that's true. Too.
0: A lot a lot of the t- especially now, it's harder to do that now. Like people just aren't as out, outside as long as as much as they used to be. And I just think it's a good chance to, you know, build community, like, you know, get to know your neighbors and stuff. You know, we like I said, I don't have a neighborhood, like I'm not in a suburb area. So it's harder for me. But I am excited because this year, we kind of live beside a neighborhood. They're further, the houses are further apart. And I never knew, I never knew if they did trick or treating. But um, my neighbor, my next door neighbor told me that she knows of four houses that are going to do it. And they want us to come with them this year. So on Halloween night, I, we are going to go door to door this year around our, we're going to, we're going to see who all does it. And I wouldn't have done it by myself. I just, I don't know, but she invited me. So we're going to try it and see what happens, but I'll get to probably meet a few new neighbors that way. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's how, you know, just, holidays in general, like people put out a flag or Christmas tree or whatever it is, you know, it's an opportunity to be like, Oh, Hey, you're celebrating. I like your scary spider you put up or whatever, you know, and we actually um, met one of our neighbors that way. Like we were trick-or-treating and we saw a Razorback flag and, you know, we struck up a conversation about it. It's like, Oh, we are Razorback fans. And now we say hi every time we're on the walk, you know? So things yeah. like that like it's not a time to hide and turn off your light and yeah and hide in your house I feel like so um I think that's how we can still participate and have fun family traditions um right before you know the real holiday Christmas <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the real one the one that killed. Thank you for listening to the Is My Heart Showing podcast. Please consider subscribing. Follow us at Is My Heart Showing on Instagram. And
1: look us up on Facebook. We'd love for you to like our page. And we'll see you next time.